Welcome to WIF. Would you please help? I'm Hunter Hamrick. I'm Rachel Voigt. Relatable topics from relatable people. What are we even going to talk about? Everything. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> hey, Hunter. Hi, Rachel. How was your day? It's going pretty good. How's your day? Girl, I'm I'm lit right now. Feeling it? Mm-hmm. I'm vibing. Vibing. Having a good old good old day. Excited. These to are be really here. cute jeans, by the oh, way. Thank you. You guys can't see how fashionable Rachel is, but she is. I love she's wearing these beautiful white torn jeans and I'm super jealous. Mom jeans, guys. <laughs> That's they the are style. mom jeans. It's like, the well style. mom jeans are so comfy because they're mm-hmm. like they're tight up top, but they're loose all around. So they're not like mm you're not constricted on your movements yeah and they're a lot more baggy you can squat and yeah can't do that in skinny jeans no mm-hmm. well skinny jeans are chuggy now so what you don't know chuggy how am i cooler than you <laughs> is that a real word yes what does it mean <laughs> chuggy means like outdated oh like skinny jeans are chuggy you know my degrees in linguistics i've never heard that word before <laughs> it's slang Oh, see, that's why. I'm a proper scholar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. Y'all. Not Younger even. listeners out there, you vibe with me. Oh, my goodness. She's older than me, too. So mm-hmm. I think I'm secretly a 90-year-old man on the inside. Well, she, Like an angry, <laughs> like an I, angry one. I say words like foyer. Yield <laughs> foyer. Gerten foyer, please. Yes, over yonder. Uh, it is a real word. Pronounced chuggy can be used broadly to describe someone who is out of date or trying too hard. What are you trying to say about me, Rachel? I'm saying skinny <laughs> jeans are apparently outdated, like the side part. Uh, well, okay, yeah. You know, I heard about that and I got super like offended. I was just like, okay, but I I do a side part, and then I I think it's because I run my fingers through my hair a lot, and so I'm always pushing it back. Which is also a nervous tendency. The thing is, I've had a middle part pretty much my whole life. Mm. Like a slight side, but it's always pretty middle. Oh. So I've yeah. apparently been chuggy and in style mm. without even knowing it. So like, When we put up our Instagram and you guys see all of our photos, you're going to see how stylish Rachel is. She's just too cute to boot. Okay. Rachel, what is our topic today? Let's let's get back to why we are here on Would You Please Help? With it. We are talking about trust. Trust issues are... We all got them. Real, man. It's real. Do you feel like it's easier to trust strangers, family, friends, or yourself? That's all situational. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think we sometimes can trust neighbor... Neighbors. Strangers. (laughs) (laughs) Neighbors are strangers in my life. Sometimes. We We love. We can trust strangers with telling our life story because we don't want them to speak into our life it's like a defense mm. mechanism it's like we're telling them this to get it off our chest mm. but we don't require a response or them to speak into our life it's just like oh hi and bye yeah you don't have that connection mm-hmm. yet so it's kind of like i don't i don't have an opinion on you so your opinion on me doesn't yeah. weigh so heavily let me just unload all my baggage on yeah. you and then if you're cool and you like to be around awesome but that was never the intention yeah. and then family i do have a good relationship with my close family mm-hmm. but extended family no no they're mm-hmm. like the most of my extended family are acquaintances of even that mm-hmm. some of them like you maybe see them once a I year see them if, once a year yeah it's that. like a sunday thing i see them at sunday boom go like mm-hmm. you yeah. know and Some then myself 
it depends on what I trust myself with. Mm-hmm. Like, do you trust me? What the heck? Was that? <laughs> my laptop just went on the fritz, guys. Let's uh, oop. Okay, back to it. Um, Trusting just, myself, like, I feel like if I was like in a life or death situation, fight or flight, mm-hmm. I could trust myself enough to get out of it. No emotional trust, whole nother level. Mm, yeah. And then, like, do I trust myself to actually like set goals and achieve them? No. Because yeah. I struggle with <laughs> keeping the promises mm-hmm. you made to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a guy who he actually spoke on that. He said like the reason why we have trust issues sometimes is because we make all those promises to ourselves. You know, I'm gonna wake up 15 minutes earlier. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go to the gym more often. X, you know, X, Y, Z. And when you don't do those things, it's like, oh, I'm a failure. And it causes trust issues with yourself. But then it's like, if I can't trust me, how am I supposed to trust other people? Like, if I'm not mm-hmm. gonna keep my promises to me, why would anybody else? Spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you just, it's just like, well, I, we'll, we'll see it if it happens. Mm-hmm. And then you just live a life of, well, I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. You know? How about this? If you were to let your family or friends down, mm-hmm. who, like, Let's say you broke your trust with them somehow. Like, you told mm-hmm. them that you were going to go... That you were going to be free on Friday to take them... Like, let's say their car broke down and you were going to take them to go get groceries and do their things. And mm-hmm. then you forgot. Mm-hmm. Would that hurt you? Like, how would you react to that trust? Like, would you be hard on yourself? Or would you um, feel bad because you broke that trust? Yeah, I mean, with with that, I, I feel like... If I was like, oh my goodness, I forgot. I'm so sorry. If they were, If they were like... How, how dare you? Like, I, I'm out of food. If they made a big deal about it, I'd be like, you know, okay, well, let's just go now. You know, I'll just mm-hmm. drop what I'm doing. If it's if it, if it matters that much to you, I'm going to do. But I I am a very, like, I will do that. Like, if somebody, like, ripped their shirt, I would give them my shirt mm-hmm. off my back so that they had, had something. And, I you know, I can go without, but I hate seeing others go without. So, um if I, if I did that, if I made a promise to do that for someone, friend, family or friends, and it's like, oh, I forgot. I would text them and say, oh my goodness, I forgot. I made this many plans. Um, can we do it tomorrow? Or does it have to be tonight? And if they're like, it has to be tonight, then I would tell my other plans or if something else happened, I would drop in and say, okay, I need to go take care of my friend. They need my help. I'm sorry. Um, but I, I tend to, to do this thing where I will... I will keep promises to friends and family more than I will to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, oh, I, I've obligated myself to this. Now I have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I I sometimes don't know how to say no at times. It's so, a, like, that project that you keep putting off is because you're putting other people prioritizing mm-hmm. above yourself. Yep. And absolutely. we're all guilty. Yeah. Like, this podcast, we, we've been talking about it for months, but I, I've been doing so many volunteer works and traveling and doing so many other things that it's just, like... I'm sorry I don't have time to just sit down and record, but I'm super excited for when we do it. Now we finally are, and it's it's very gratifying that we're we're doing it. We did it, guys. We're here. We're here. Ah. We made it. <laughs> so, Rachel, do you trust me? I do trust you. Do you trust me enough to cut your hair? No. What? Why? Nobody touches my <laughs> hair unless God gave you a gift with scissors. Mm-mm, honey. I mean, I'm pretty good with fire. <laughs> have you seen the guy who does, like, burns hair? Or, no. like, cut chops it with axes oh and, like, i have seen yeah. that i've seen the axe stay ones, away yeah. from me mm-hmm. <laughs> i am not tra- today Satan. you know I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness you know i i am trained in double blades i did train at a, a martial arts studio and in, in double blades so i can just go, <laughs> my hair is a gift from god it does not get 
whispers me. I'm like, I'll just cut it real fast. One time, I was I was just walking, and I walked by a barber shop. I'm just going to cut all my hair off because I'm tired of dealing with it. I mean, I've been there, done that. Instantly got upset, though. And I was like, I miss my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I cut my hair short, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Like, mm-mm. mm-mm. I think I think the longer definitely compliments you better, but oh, it does. But you're beautiful either way. I just big love. I can pull off like a long bob, mm-hmm. but anything shorter than that, yeah, no, nope. yeah. So what what trust issues do you feel like you struggle with the most? Like, what are some things that you like see in yourself as far as like like over promising, under delivering? Yeah, so I try to under promise and over deliver. Such a sales tactic, but I feel like I've tried to apply that to my life. Like, mm-hmm. if I set goals for myself, realistically, let's say, like, workout goals, we all have them. You and I, let's say we want to go run a marathon, and we sign up for one three months from now. Okay. <laughs> we would not be ready, realistically. Like, let's be real. Like, maybe the first month, we'd be like, woo! And then it just, it would fall. It would fall off. Now, if We're, I have someone We are, me, for all those who cannot see us, we are trained uh, marathon athletes. <laughs> now, if we had each other to keep each other accountable, mm-hmm. if we did it together, maybe. Yeah. But if I did that by myself, mm-hmm. I might show up to the race, but... Yeah. That's your bottom dollar. I'm probably walking most of it. Yeah. You know, I I started this thing in January to uh, to get prepared for a marathon, and I got injured, like, within the first, like, week or two, mm-hmm. and the doctor was like, this is not a realistic goal for you. <laughs> like, like you, you probably shouldn't walk on this for, like, the next couple weeks, like, two to four, probably closer to four. And then he's like, and you probably need to be doing more, like, weights and strengthening because you're, you know, with COVID, you haven't been in the gym very much, so your muscles are, you know, weak. So I was like, cool, so you're saying that not only am I not in shape, but I'm not strong enough to get in shape by running? And he goes, yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Oh, speaking of gym, how are your arms, your shoulders? Uh, you guys, if you're ever going to work out with Rachel, be prepared to be sore. <laughs> She's just like, it's fine, let's just do one more set. And then she's like, just kidding, one more. And then she does that five more times. <laughs> no, we only did three sets of each exercise. Don't believe her. But then I would torture myself. My shoulders are still sore, but they're not, like, hurting terribly. But I can feel mm-hmm. the... Rachel, we've established in our social anxiety talk, you can't count. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> I really <It's> so rude. <laughs> We love each other. It's fine. I noticed after the fact that it rolled my ass. So I I think trust is, I think a lot of times why we fail to trust ourselves is because we either people please and so we let ourselves go Mm. and so we don't trust our instinct. Yeah. Or we have a perceived reality of what we want to do instead of actually just living and existing in the reality that we have. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's say I want to be have abs well first off i gotta get a diet i gotta get all that work together and i have to do it in a slow period of time mm-hmm. me having abs by let's say july is probably not realistic yeah. because i would have like so we need to put a realistic set of goals like mm-hmm. if you want to have abs you would consult either a personal trainer or someone and just be like oh well let's get abs realistically you're gonna have abs by november like yeah boom mm-hmm. then you would consult a personal trainer so i think mm-hmm. for that back to gym talk but <laughs> that's a goal for myself guys right. <laughs> um so like summer body mm-hmm. probably not yeah winter hot body realistic yes you are hot baby yeah so <laughs> um 
to go uh, onto a different kind of trust, something that I think because we're both single, we probably have uh, trusting um, boys as we men as we try to well, well boys, but <laughs> as we try to date in your experience, boys, <laughs> boys under thirty are boys oh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's a few men out there. Sorry if we're like. Stereotyping, but, uh, Love you guys if you're listening. Um, if you're a dude who is under 25 and and if you've never is a mature man, mm-hmm. hit us yeah. up, y'all. What's up? How's it going? Mm-hmm. How you doing? Have you doing? <laughs> no, but really, it it is a real thing that like like when a guy's like, hey, how's it going? And you're like, good. And it's just like I'm gonna like treat you like a queen. It's like yeah, I'll believe when I see it. Yeah, oh, like, I, do. I know what you want. Like I know forty year old guys who told me that narrative. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. When they mm-hmm. men or women, when you say you over promise mm-hmm. the sun, the moon, the stars. Oh, yeah. I know you gonna fall so hard that you ain't even gonna promise me like a date the next week. Like, yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, that that's so true. It's just like. They're like, I'm going to show you the world. And it's yeah. just like, but only if you show me, you know, your world. And it's just like, uh, nope. Like, Not I want to have babies with you and get married to you. And then two weeks later, crickets. Yeah. And you're just like, heard that before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I feel like with technology and online dating, it has made it a thousand times worse. Because it's so easy to, to get such a big pool of people that if, if a guy uses the same line on 200 girls all at once, and if 190 ignore him or say no it's fine because then the, the tin, tin that bit, responded the, yeah bit the, the lure yeah the tin that got caught or mm-hmm. have his attention you know and then now he's juggling 10 people mm-hmm. whereas meeting someone organically in person it's kind of like you know like you have this you know face-to-face interaction and there's no necessary reason to lie um or to you know they're not they're not talking and saying the same thing to you that they're saying to five other people because you're right there in front of them. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, whenever you're texting, they could be copying and pasting and sending the same line to, mm-hmm. like, ten people. But if you're in person, they're not doing that. So, we have trouble trusting men <laughs> with what they promise, apparently. Yeah. I, I mean, but girls do it, too. I, there's some... There's just a lot of oh, shit. Oh, I definitely do it. Yeah. Like, well, especially... <laughs> not, not if I was, like... I'm definitely lying. <laughs> So I definitely like, do it like a guy's like, oh, did you have a great time? Oh, yeah, I did. Do you want to go out on Tuesday? Sure. Monday comes around and I'm like, oh, crap. What did I do? Yeah, I think that's just avoiding confrontation. Yeah, yeah but it does cause but him that trust is trust issues. issues. Yeah. That yeah. is trust issues. That's us, for one, not trusting her instinct of being like, hey, being no, honest. I don't want to go out with you. Yeah. Or with a friend who's like, oh, let's get coffee. And you're like, yeah, let's get coffee. And you never want to get coffee. Yeah. But you just were gaslighting without even realizing it. We're yeah. leaving them on. Well, I think uh, gaslighting makes them question themselves. So it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I want to. And then if later they're like, hey, let's go grab the coffee. He's like, I never said I wanted coffee. Yeah. That's like gaslighting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely. It's it's harmful. Yeah. So gaslighting is, is definitely a harmful thing. I have a perfect story to tell you about gaslighting as well. You tell me if you think it's gaslighting, okay? Um, two friends of mine. Uh, a guy, he's like you know mid-20s and then this girl she's just fresh out of high school so there's a few years age gap right um they're both great people um but he has led her to believe that they're going to be in a serious like monogamous boyfriend girlfriend posting on facebook planning a wedding like relationship right like she fully believes that that is her boyfriend 
But he is like, no, I'm single. I'm just enjoying, you know, college and football and all this other stuff. And what he'll say to her is, no, we're together. But, like, we can't get all, like, serious and public about it until I'm out of college because I want to make sure I'm focusing on college, right? And then so he'll be like, but I'm not with anybody else. You're, you're my only one. Like, I'm not sleeping with anybody else. It's just me and you. But then he'd go out and he'd party and he would be with a bunch of other girls and... There would be times when I would be with the guys hanging out and he would meet a girl and then he would lie to her and be like, oh, no, 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 there's never been anybody else this whole year. It's just been me and you. And so after they like a year of this, of her thinking we're, we're dating, um, she finally came to me and she's like, am I wasting my time? Like, I just, you know, I just don't want to look like an idiot sitting here waiting for this guy to want to be with me because he keeps telling me we're going to be. But then I'm pretty sure he's being he's been with other girls. So, first of all, what would you do in that situation if you're asked that? Like you're not having to choose between two friends, two people that you you've learned to care about, and you know he's in the wrong, right? Well, first off, you put yourself in her shoes. Would you want to know if the guy you were seeing was being dishonest and seeing other people? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I would. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> like. So, and, <laughs> and then second, you also have to evaluate your friendship and be like, and you know he's in the wrong. Like, you have to reevaluate. Like, when guys and people are cheating, I feel like you distance yourself from them. Yeah. Maybe not even intentionally, but you do because you're noticing a pattern of behavior yeah. that is very toxic. Yeah. And yeah, you lost one friendship, but I think you gained another friendship and yeah. someone who actually trusted you because you, above all else, told her honesty and you had something to lose by telling her that yeah like you gave up something to be truthful and to be honest yeah i would and so never, i think you yeah. showed her like you truly are a good friend mm-hmm. like you did you did what was right even though it was hard yeah yeah i would never i would mm-hmm. i would be i think i would honestly be more heartbroken that a girl would lie for someone even mm-hmm. if it's someone's best friend or even your family like i i could not fathom somebody like it's like oh it's bro code it's like you should be there for me you're my Mm -hmm. friend you're supposed to lie for me but it's like i i would want to be respected more than that than to be lied to and to knowingly do that to another person where their true like their heart and their feelings and their hopes and their plans for their future everything is resting on what you tell them and to just lie it's like how could you do that i just i I personally am just not that person. I will never, like I said, I will never shame anybody for a decision you've made. I don't want anybody to feel guilty for anything that they've ever said or done for their friends if you've, you know, protected them. But I personally could not look at a a younger girl, you know, she was like five years younger than me. I could not look her in the eyes and lie to her and tell her, yeah, you should just keep waiting for him. Like, yeah, he slept with like three or four other girls this year, but who cares? Like, you know, you don't know it won't hurt you, right? It's like, no, like... That means that your relationship is based off of lies. See, and then let's talk about the definition of trust. Mm-hmm. What is trust? According to Merriam-Webster. Mm-hmm. Assured. Trust is assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. Mm-hmm. One in which confidence is placed. Dependence on something future or contingent hope. Yeah, and... And your friend was not displaying any of those characteristics of a trustworthy person. No. And the fact that he was gaslighting someone that you started to like 
for one, is unfair to you. It puts you in a different position. It was so hard. And yeah. it really displays his character. Because mm-hmm. if he... And that ended your friendship because ultimately you chose to do the right thing. Yeah, it did. But why wouldn't yeah. have he? Why didn't he have the balls to either break up with her or just <laughs> say, "Hey, like we're friends with benefits, and that's all I can give you." He, it's because he wanted the best of both worlds. I call it the back burner. And then why was he mad when that relationship ended when he clearly didn't care about her? Well, I call it the back burner mindset, right? So she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Her only problem, and he he told me her only problem was that she was younger. You know, she hadn't been in college, and he was about to graduate college, and he had all these hopes and dreams, yada yada. Um, and she didn't really, I guess, fit the mold exactly of who he thought he should be with, maybe. And so, as he did like her, he liked her personality. She's very beautiful. But I think that there was just a, a, like, voice in the back of his head saying, like, oh, well, what if you find better and you're in a relationship? Like, you can't just break up with her. So he wasn't ready for her. Well, I think he just didn't, I think he knew he didn't love her. And I think he knew he probably never really would. But that's a whole nother topic. But anyway, back to back to the whole trust thing. I think that it is really hard whenever you now have two people, you know, relying on you and trusting you to, to be there for them. But I never promised him I would lie for him if I got asked. Mm-hmm. He, we never had that conversation. And that's why if he had said, please keep, you know, don't tell her anything. You know, I understand like with bros, bros have like an unspoken code. Bros are going to stick up for bros. Like, okay, cool. But what if it was your little sister? You know, like, you going to tell your little sister if your boy's, you know, playing around on her? Or are you going to stick up for your bro? Oh, you're going to stick up for your sister, let's yeah. hope. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully hopefully that's the kind of family you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what about you? Do you feel like there's any stories like that that you have where either you With trust... myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, tr- you tested your own trust? Oh. That's for another topic for another day. <laughs> The story that I want to talk about. But, uh, no, there's moments and there's things. Let's talk about trusting family. Because you, you've mentioned that you've had, like, a harder... Well, with upbringing. extended family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, with my family, like, we've been through the trenches. And we've said things, done things. I come from a loud Texas family. Like, mm-hmm. we talk over each other. The loudest person gets heard. And that's how mm-hmm. our conversations <laughs> are majority of the time. And yelling is just friendly banter. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. raising your voice oh you were passionate like so yeah. for for me like there has been hurt and wounds in like trust I mean I remember in high school I definitely lost trust in my mom it was the first time I ever got really in trouble for my grades <laughs> is I deliberately didn't turn in a science project oh, in Rachel. high school girl I'm not studious there's just not tisk tisk and then I hated my teacher I didn't like my teacher I didn't really have friends. I got picked on in that Shout class. Shout out to Rachel's teacher. It was just a struggle. <laughs> it was a struggle for me. Freshman year was not a fun time. Going from yeah. eighth grade where I thrived to freshman year was like a complete nightmare for me. So, yeah. like, I was already just struggling with being who I was. And so, and like, then school on top of it was just exhausting. And I didn't have the capacity to do well in school. And so, I didn't turn in this project. And my mom found out about it. And I was failing. And, whoo, she was pissed. <laughs> I can't trust you to do the right thing and blah, blah, blah. and like that I think then I turned in the science project because I was hurting my mom mm. hurt more than me letting myself down mm. so for me like watching her like lose trust in me was huge like when yeah. someone says they don't trust you especially someone you look up to mm. oh that hurts like a knife yeah 
Yeah, it does. And so for me, after that, I think I learned, okay, people respect you when you do the best thing and when you actually are at your best and yeah. you try your best. Yeah. Even if you fail, if you actually do what you say you're going to do, mm-hmm. even though you let them down and you put in an effort, people are going to trust that. Trust that you'll try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trust that you'll put in effort. So. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Do you trust me? I do. <laughs> you want to do a trust fall? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Hunter? <laughs> Uh, Don't break my back. We're going to do a poll. Everybody who wants to do just for... <laughs> I mean, I would. I wouldn't trust I have me. been dropped by my sister. So, like, it, trust like it's, it's not, um, I, it's not that I don't trust the mind to want to catch you. It's I don't trust the body to catch you right now because we had arm okay, day. Are we going to trust fall from the ground or trust fall from me standing on the oh, couch? Oh, from, like... Because <laughs> that's two different levels of trust. <laughs> So I can't cut your hair. You're not going to couch dive, trust fall with me. How can you prove your trustworthy heart for me? I'll ride in the car with you. <laughs> you know, that is that is like an unspoken level of trust. Is like, I'm just going to hop in a car with you and trust you not to murder me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trust that you can drive safely. Okay, so here's, here's a weird thing about driving with trust. Um, have you ever, like, driven on a really, really tall mountain? with a uh, like a very narrow road yes okay that that is a terrifying thing it's like you, you don't there's realize no railing <laughs> yeah and there's no railing and you don't realize that you're scared of heights until you're like on top of the mountain and you look down and you're like oh and no. all you see is just the descent now is it weird that in that situation i almost would feel more comfortable letting somebody else drive so that i can just like silently panic and have like i don't have the responsibility of our lives in our hands you know does that mean that I, I don't trust myself? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, do you drive that road on the regular, or is mm. it the one time you're on there? What is it raining? Is yeah. it sunny? Is it windy? Is it icy? Just in general. I just, you know. I mean, I don't like driving down roads, but I've also flipped my car going down a curve before. I have also been curve. in several so, cars. Like, for me, windy roads already, I would let, I would rather someone drive and me just kind of be passed out or like not present in that moment. Mm. I don't know. The view is pretty crazy. It's beautiful. As long as it's just anyone but my dad, <laughs> we can go down mountain roads. So you don't trust your dad. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Oh, sh- yeah, because he's Open like, he's me. like, oh, we're gonna shift down in three and just boom <laughs> around this curve and like feel like we're gonna fly off the edge. <laughs> like, I think there was one time three months after I just got in an accident and flipped my car, and my dad's like, "Let's go down the mountain full speed." <laughs> I think there was one time my dad did something similar in our um, suburban, like with us and our our cousins, and our cousins are both guys, and we were in the car, and my dad's just driving, and you just hear, ah, like little girl screams, and my dad's like, girls, quit screaming, and then me and my sister are both like, that wasn't us, that was the boys, like, we weren't screaming, but the guys were, and my dad was like, girls, quit screaming, and we're like, that wasn't us, (laughs) we're fine. We trust you, Dad. We trust you, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Love you, Father. Um, all right, so back to trust issues. Um, yeah, I feel... Do you feel like you have more trust issues with yourself or with others, just in general? I don't have trust issues. The thing is, is I'm too trustworthy. I think mine's the opposite, is I'm too trusting of people. Mm. 
And see, I'm, I, I think I'm a very, like, I'll see you when I believe it type. Mm. But I also, like, if you say you're going to do something, I'm going to hold you to yeah. it. Like, I'm going to hold you accountable if it doesn't get done. But um, I think that's, that's where my, like, my disassociation can kind of kick in. It's like I can disassociate the feelings from the actions. And it's just, it can be very, like, systematic. Like, are you going to do it? Yes or no. Did you do it? Yes or no. But that's important. And then it's over and done with. Mm-hmm. Either way. I mean, I'm definitely an old school, like, shake on it. You say this, your word is your word. Ooh, I'm definitely an in-writing person. I, I'm like, put it down. Depends so. on who we're shaking with. <laughs> I've learned since I worked for family that mm. having contracts in place is so important. Yeah. In anyone. Like, yeah. knowing your worth, I think, is... Knowing your worth is, I think, yeah. the most important. And learning who did put your trust is huge yeah who do you think you trust the most in your life Ooh. Ooh. Right. what do you do to work on your trust issues i mean i've had to put boundaries yeah you just say like here's well, the I line. just have to be like you have to prove it to me now like you you say this but you're gonna have to prove it like yeah, yeah. but now you gotta walk yeah. the walk do you feel like whenever you meet guys and you, like... I definitely don't trust guys until they've proven themselves to me, for sure. But are you like that? Or do you just go and, like, oh, like, trust until otherwise proven untrustworthy? Or is well, it... Well, depends on uh, situational. Yeah, I guess. I'm the type of person... I like to fill people out, especially dating. Like, yeah. You fill someone out. And then if they are saying, oh, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you this, I'm like, oh, no, you're not. Yeah. And instantly the wall <laughs> goes up. So I think it's for me, it's like learning boundaries. Yeah. I honestly, I think I've... I've really just stopped dating as of recently. I haven't really been dating this past, like, year even. I've just been kind of being hunter, learning to love and trust myself. Girl, the Build- dating pool out there is scary. It's mm-hmm. like sharks. <laughs> Yeah, I know me. I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to live my life. So I guess uh, as far as trust issues go, I I trust myself enough to, to take care of it. Just say no. <laughs> <laughs> say no to drugs. Say yes to tacos. That new life motto. <laughs> oh, Rachel. Hunter. Well, as always, I'm Hunter Hamrick. I'm Rachel Voigt. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. See you next time.